Find us on Nintendo.com and join our Discord and ask a question in the question board. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is episode number... Oh boy, I know this actually. It's 684 because I just posted, Lord, uh, five episodes um, earlier today. Sorry, everybody who's, you know a longtime listener we just had some major issues with the website and i guess if you're just catching up and you're only listening to the newest episode first um i guess go listen to 681 because that was actually lucas's last episode um so if you want to hear lucas uh one last time go talk uh, go listen there i'm sure he'll be popping in as a guest host later on but until then i have my buddy justin how are you doing this evening I am doing okay. Long, stressful day at work, so I'm <laughs> excited to talk about and eventually play some Tears of the Kingdom tonight. Yeah, long and stressful week at work for me. Even so, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the weekend. Thankfully, we've only got a couple of days until then. Thankfully, we've also got Tears of the Kingdom to, you know, help tide us over until that time but let's talk about a little bit news first let's circle back to the super mario movie um starting to launch on blu-ray it already hit digital a lot of people obviously already saw it in theater but um i'm getting my hands on it for the first time physically and of course it has a digital code and all that fun stuff so super excited to um you know go and re-watch that one I, I already watched it from like a twitter stream and i liked it a lot <laughs> and um man that movie's so good i don't think i got to, to talk about my impressions about the movie actually um but yeah are you getting it physically it doesn't sound like it from our pre-show talks no all right so i saw it in the theater in 3d uh, that was the primary reason i wanted to see it in the, the theater was to see it in 3d um and then I pre-ordered the digital version of it. So um, I actually have had it for a couple of weeks. Uh, watched it with the kids last weekend. Uh, still still a great movie. I mean, I can't say great movie because it's like, as a movie, it's kind of so-so. But as a Mario movie, it's fantastic. Um, sure. But yeah, I don't plan on getting it on Blu-ray Mostly because I'm kind of done with physical media. I don't have the places as much as I love the you know, like the display cases and all the chassis sure. that come with them. Like I have too many of those from years back. I don't have any place to store them. I got all my Lego sets that I got to find a place for half the time, and like it's. I'm just all digital at this point. Like if I can if I can download it, if I can stream it, then then better it's better good off enough. for me. Yeah, I the only reason I'm holding off on Blu-rays is because I still like to get the, and it's probably nothing because I can stream it this way. But anyways, I like to get the 4K UHD Blu-rays. That's so what I, I got. Can, you know, I, I, the <clears throat> digital copy that I got was 4K UHD, so HDR but, everything. So, but streaming 
compared to like a you know a blu-ray you still kind of get the particle effects and everything like that it's not perfect and at least that's what i tell myself um <laughs> because i still i still get those i still get the blu-rays and for 3d ones because i still have a 3d tv and i like to get the you know the blu-ray do they have digital 3ds that uh 3d downloads that you can get i don't even know so i know voodoo offers 3d digital copies of some movies but okay. i don't think that i can i can look right now because i actually have it open um it does not look like super mario brothers movie is one of them in fact um i don't even know if the three if it came out on 3d blu-ray i haven't seen the 3d blu-ray i looked yeah um yeah i have gotten a handful of 3d like disney 3d blu-rays off of ebay um they're still released in asia and Mm -hmm. they usually come with with full you know 5.1 7.1 whatever english audio so like i got frozen 2 in 3d i got uh, uh big hero 6 in 3d and i just imported the the 3d versions of them and you know again stream the the 2d um my right. 3d tv's down in the cellar right now because i don't have a place for it but you know if we ever wanted to watch a 3d movie you know i can always bring it upstairs and set it down on the on the stand and uh, we're actually setting up a uh, kind of an outdoor movie place in our on our back porch so i got a projector that's fancy we're gonna get a screen and the projectors at least everyone that i've looked at says that it's 3d compatible so you know we can always watch them on those but that's awesome I, I had to see it in the theater just to ensure that I saw it in 3D, and it was great in 3D. <laughs> I now you've got me wanting to go look uh, in Asian markets to see if the, I can get the 3D of Super Mario uh, because, um, yeah, I never got to see it in theater, so I missed out on that. Yeah. Well, well uh, I was going to say I, I, I saw it in theater. I was I was one of the ones who pushed that movie up to the So there's some question about this. Last I heard it was the number 2 top grossing animated film of all time had just surpassed Frozen 2 but was still hanging out mm-hmm. below the Lion King remake that came out a couple of years ago. Right. But um, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, and it's saying that it's still in in third position. So, so take this news with an asterisk. Um, <sighs> I don't know whether it's going to make it to number one, especially with you know the 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 digital and now and now uh, you know Blu-ray versions are already out. People are probably going to be seeing watching those instead of going to the theater. So it might it might just die in in uh sure second place but i mean considering you know the last super mario brothers movie was a colossal financial and critical failure um Mm -hmm. there has not really been a good video game movie since then i mean there have been a handful of okay ones you know mortal kombat sonic the hedgehog but i mean this is the first uh video game movie to be financially successful incredibly financially Mm -hmm. successful and maybe not critically successful but critically successful with the audience to who um appreciate it you know like sure 
it's again, it's not a great movie, but if you like Super Mario, it's a great movie for you. And uh, yeah, no, I I thought it was cute. My wife uh, and I watched it, and like you know, even she thought it was like really good, like real like really good as in like we're not ta- putting it up with Schindler's List, you know. But this is good for like uh, you know an animated film. It's funny. It's got it's it's beats. It doesn't overstay its welcome, you know. I I don't remember what you and Lucas had to say about the song, but that's the best damn part about the movie. I was singing I, Peaches for days afterwards. Um, yeah, I I am it. over it the was, song. Was I was over the song before I even saw the movie. Um, Not and the me. rest of the soundtrack is just this weird mix of, of random 80s music. I did appreciate holding out for a hero, though. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I could kind of dig that, though. I, I mean, honestly, it, it all of the song choices made sense for what it was trying to do there, you know? Like, they're right, trying right. to hit us. Me and right, you are exactly, you know, like, and they did it. They got it right. And then the, for the kids, the, the they were just like, worked. "Cool." There's just, you know, yeah, exactly. The songs worked for the scenes, and they worked to pull in that '80s nostalgia. And mm-hmm. and um, yeah, even my wife enjoyed the movie, and she cares nothing about video games. But you know, I knew, yeah. you know, she likes Chris Pratt, she likes Jack Black, she likes Charlie Day. You know, and so and so I'm like, you know, there are people in it that you like and you know at least something about Mario and she she enjoyed it. She even got a bunch of the references. So, you know, it's yeah. it's definitely a movie for everybody, but but you know, film critics. <laughs> yeah, my my wife uh, was even asking me questions about it and stuff and I was I had to pause it for a second uh, and, and she, when she asked me one of them when uh it was uh, Charles Martinet, you know, when he popped in. She's like, "Who's that guy?" And I was like, "Well, um, love, let's uh, let's take a moment through history and tell you about why this is an important scene." <laughs> I'm not so. sure if you. I'm not sure if you realize Charles Martinet played two roles in that movie. Yeah, he was the, the yeah, he was the the guy at the arcade machine who does the woohoo, obviously. And then mm-hmm. he also played Mario's father, which was a neat little thing. And I didn't realize that until um, so I, you know, was looking at like Twitter or whatever. But then I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that really is him. Yeah, that's awesome." But I think one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is right after that that family dinner scene when Mario goes to his room. And you just see all of the Nintendo references. The poster yeah. in the back is like the old black it's box great. wrestling. There's an R wing on great. top of the TV. He's playing Kid Icarus. Like it's like I could watch that scene and just find reference after reference after reference just all through that, and I loved it. Did you pick up on the in the scene where they were running to their first job through the construction zone. That yeah. The layout and it was like was a level level one, one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the, it it was, was exactly the layout of one, one, the way he, he tra- traverses it. That was, it was brilliant. Like that was really another moment where uh, that was another moment where my wife looked at me and when I, cause I was like kind of giggling to myself mm-hmm. and she's like, what? She's like, is that like a Mario level? I was like, that's the Mario level, you know. Like <laughs> the first time I saw it, I didn't even nest, I didn't even pick up on the fact that it was one one. I just got that you know it looked like a Mario level. But then when I somebody sure. on Twitter pointed it out, I'm like, oh my god, it is. <laughs> it's they just did um, 
like you're right like for a you know nintendo nerd or you know somebody that's maybe nostalgic for the 80s that movie was like a for me it was a 10 out of 10 i can see like maybe if i didn't have any love for mario or you know anything like that it's probably a solid seven you know like a really good movie but like still a good movie you know it had its funny beats um Freaking the star of the show was the little star dude. What the? I <laughs> oh yeah, the the weird, creepy little Luma. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that was that was special. That was that was an interesting uh, creative decision they made there. Yeah, again, so, no, catering I like to us old folks who like that dark nihilistic humor. <laughs> yep, 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 totally. So, well, cool. Well, that was. Um, kind of, I guess, two bits of news there. Real quick, there was a trailer that was posted yesterday for Pikmin 4, kind of a nothing trailer. It was uh, kind of showing off the character creator. I kind of appreciated it, though. Um, I know you watched it pre-show. What did you think about it? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Like, I, I think you said it best in, uh, before we started. It's 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 me maker. Like, and I think... Sure. What, um. I'm not sure if you realize this, but the tools that they use to create the Hylians in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is basically a modified me maker. And I did so not know I that. Guess, so, so I, I guess they just took this tool that they had created and they're like, this is our character creator now. You create your characters in games, create our characters in games. and That makes so, sense. And, and like considering... Um, Olimar and Aleph and, and everybody else are just kind of nothing characters right. anyway. It just makes sense to to have your character be customizable. So I've never played a Pikmin game. I have Pikmin 3 on both Wii U and Switch. Um, both of them I got because my son wanted it. I think mm -hmm. I got one of at least one of the Pikmin games um, on wii u like the the new play control version but right um, i've just never committed the time to it mostly uh, certainly not recently because the only thing i've been playing for the past three weeks has been tears of the kingdom <laughs> yeah that's good transition because that's i'm kind of just dying to talk about that game right now and dying to play it even more quite frankly <laughs> but um yeah i guess why don't you lead the charge what have you been doing up in hyrule these days i kind of know from our discord chat a little bit but yeah yeah you you and brandon uh inspired me to start uh seeking out the 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 geoglyphs and the tears and the memories and all that uh, the way I justified it is this much like Breath of the Wild, this is isn't really plot. It's like it's like the the, the prequel of what's right, going on. Right. So it, it wasn't really spoilery. I didn't feel like I finished the game, but, you know, I managed to get all of those out of the way before anything was spoiled for me. So I saw the whole story of oh of i haven't happened. even got i haven't even gotten them all yet oh wow you went ham then oh yeah i got i got the master sword um all right so uh i mean depending on which ones you found and seen uh the the last one that you get is either going to be just a mind-blowing like big reveal or it's going to be something that you already see coming because you know sure if you don't hit the 
the memories in chronological order, you know, how it kind of reveals things that are going to happen later. Yeah. Same thing happened with Breath of the Wild, but um yeah. it's it's an interesting it's an interesting story with a uh I'm going to say a gutsy conclusion for a Zelda game. Uh and I think I know where it's going, honestly, because like, I think like what you said, I, um, Brandon was saying this last week too. I kind of got one of the later ones, um, kind of early on and I was like, I don't know if I was supposed to see that yet, but, um, yeah, Yeah. no, I think I, I kind of have a feeling I know where this is going. Now you've got me wanting to go do all of those tonight, man, you've, you've reversed inspired me. What I did was the first. So as far as story things i'll only do them if i can play you know on my own on the big tv with the surround sound and everything like if i'm going to do something story related i want it to be on the big screen otherwise if i'm just exploring the world and doing shrines i'll play that handheld but um basically what i did was every time i stayed up and played and uh played games you know after you know everybody went to bed I would make sure to get at least two memories. And after, you know, a few Got nights it. of doing that, I'd found all of them and I didn't I didn't cheat. There is a place where you can go that shows you a map of where all of them are roughly located. I've seen that and I actually kind of put pins based on Isn't that in Lookout Landing? I thought it was I I know where you're ta- or maybe it's Hatino Village. I can't remember where it is, but I know what you're talking it's, about. It's it, I, I mean it's not really sp- Spoilery because the game kind of tells you to go there, but it's in the uh, Forgotten Temple. Right, yeah, that's and, right. And so there's a there's a map somewhere in there that shows you where all the geoglyphs are roughly. And so yeah. I just kind of went to those areas and it still took some searching because you have to look at it from just the right angle to actually see it. Uh, but basically what I just I... kind of went around. What I ended up doing was, and I haven't even gotten them all yet, but I just kind of put a little rough pin where, you know, kind of where I thought it was on the map so I can like kind of circle back later. And then when, as I've been doing the, um, like the towers, I, you can usually see them from each tower and I'll, you know, adjust my pin as needed or like make one of the, the glowy, the glowy ones, you know, I have only like (laughs) five of those colored ones. I, I, I actually going back a little bit i really like the way that they've updated the map system in this game because it was it's uh i I went back and played breath of the wild a bit um just to kind of compare and contrast and yeah no like even the map the way that you can pin things is like updated just a little bit but the quality of life of it is actually really nice yeah um i for for the first couple weeks i was playing the game i would constantly be running out of those pins because i would pin something you know i'd see something in the distance and pin it and maybe like two or three things and then i might never go back to it and so what i started doing was i would pin something with the with you know the pura pad and then i would immediately change that the you know the beam of light to an icon and then icon was, yeah yeah and then it was if, if i was actually going to go towards it i would change it to colors so now i don't have any colored pins on my map except for whatever one i'm going i'm like going to now but yeah i yeah. was having so much trouble basically finding things because i was i'd ran out of pins to put on the map 
Um, yeah, I, I ran into that problem very early on as well. Actually, that, it happened to me in the depths because I was like parapad pinning all of the like little glowy orbs that oh. I can see as I was like flying through the air or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah that <laughs> the, the depths, man, like it's a whole other world and it's just amazing. Like you take you take the world of Breath of the Wild and then double it. And that's basically this. Plus, you've got the the Sky Islands. Like it just, yeah, exactly. And the depths are, are something else, man. There's there's some there's some tough enemies in there. And even if they aren't tough, it's so intimidating because you're even after you light up the area, it's still dark. Like it's still hard to see what's up ahead of you. Because <laughs> there's like a haze almost. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. All, you know, you know what it reminds me of. Uh, have you have you watched Stranger Things? Oh yeah, it, it's it's like the good, upside down com- with the kind of stuff comparison. floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that video of like that modder that ended up taking out all the darkness in the depths, and it just like looks like like a weird like. Uh, go look up that video. It's it, it it's kind of odd to see the depths without all of the like floaty like you know Stranger Thingsy stuff. But you're right. It it totally does look like Stranger Things like 100. percent It's uh it's it's kind of crazy that you say that, and I hadn't picked up on that yet. I saw that was the first thing I thought when I when I first discovered the depths because as I said a couple weeks ago I didn't even realize you could go into those holes I thought those holes were like instant death and then like right. one of the character one of the NPCs says something about somebody being down there I'm like you can go down there and I'm like this is incredible oh, um, it's like a whole other game it really is yeah. it's like how is this map so big and I mean. You know, there's not as much to do. It, it kind of sure. reminds me of the world in uh, what the heck was that other game? Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, where okay, it's the big open world that you can explore, but there's not really anything. Like there are no towns, there are no NPCs, there's nothing. You know, really um, interesting to do down there other than explore and combat but it's still like a lot of stuff to explore and a lot of the good Mm -hmm. gear is down there like you can find all of the i don't know all of but at least some of the amiibo outfits like you know the, the classic outfits you can find down there um you can find some rare weapons down there it's that's where you can refight bosses. Spoiler alert, maybe if mm. uh, you... oh you haven't seen that yet. Yeah, you can refight. You know, I think I did see a boss down there, but did not recognize it as of the boss that I'd already fought. So I just mm-hmm. saw this thing in the air, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's an it's an opportunity to refight bosses, and then after you fight the boss, you get a um, a treasure chest actually with uh, you know some special goodie in it, but also. I found out, um, I don't know if this happened when I first fought the boss, the because I did the Wind Temple, but you can actually get the boss's, um, like, uh, horn or whatever, you know, like it's like its body part, So and it's super powerful, the one from the Wind Temple, so I've been rocking that on my um, weapon lately, because it's, yeah, it's like one of my most powerful God, things. I'm kicking myself for... for for letting my my uh, game update and sure. losing 
losing my uh, duplication glitch because there, there's a new duplication glitch actually. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's not as good, but it's like in um, Terrytown, so you can actually duplicate oh, uh, items. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I have heard about that one. There's also another one. There's a cave, um, like kind of southeast of Hateno Village. That there's a certain spot where it transitions from the overworld to the depths and hmm. if you shoot an arrow at the border it will stop in midair and then you can go and pick up the items that it drops and and huh. it'll duplicate them it's i, again, I have not, not heard of that nearly one. as good as the one in, in 112 sure. but um you know it's something and it's yeah. only really useful if you have like a five five arrow thing and i have not been able to take down a lionel yet so <laughs> I fought my first, or I took down my first one. I think I made a talk, talk, may have talked about it last week. So I've been holding on to um, that. It's a basic Lionel. It only has a three arrow bow, but I've been holding on to that one and not really using it much because I know like it's gonna, you know, eventually break. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that the duplication in this game. I'll tell you what, it's kind of like it's almost a part of the game for me at this point because all like um you know my my wife asked me the other night she's like why are you jumping and dropping things i'm like listen i'm duplicating things because i need to go sell these diamonds to purchase this freaking whatever type of thing you know purchase this outfit or whatever else i need it's just it really is just part of the game for me and i don't know i don't know if i could ever go back i turned off my updates I'll probably update it if there's ever like a DLC or like some major update. But yeah, I'm I'm staying on this level um, right now. For, for I, I haven't even updated past yeah. 1.0. I hate I hate grinding. Well, that's weird because I thought that the the really good duplication glitch was 1.1.1. Maybe that's the one I'm on. Then I think I yeah. may have done. The first initial patch when the first game came out, when the game first came out, because I think that there was a okay, patch yeah. on on day one, but I haven't gone past that. Yeah, so that's the one that. Hang on. There is a cat fight going on outside and it's it's making all sorts of noise and driving the dog nuts sorry about that <laughs> um that's okay actually that's a good opportunity for a quick break because i'm gonna i i, I want to show something for my change of system so i'll be right right back okay
Sorry, I had Hold to. What? Go beat up some cats. Well, no, I had to go tell tell Melissa. I went outside to to look because there's the neighbor's cat spends most of his time over here. So I thought maybe he was fighting with something, and I went out and looked, and the neighbor had two cats. One is the one that comes around, and the other one I haven't seen in like weeks. Thought was dead. Sure. I think that might be one of the cats that came back and was making all sorts of noise outside. So might have to let the the neighbor know, or if you're friendly yeah. with the neighbor, anyways. <laughs> So okay. anyway, I, yeah, let's, uh, let me put a note here. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about duplication. So we'll just kind of, yeah. you know, just kind of, kind of talk back into it. I'll let you uh, bring us back in unless you want me to, cause I think you okay. were talking last. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I, I miss having that duplication glitch because I hate grinding. I hate farming. I like you know, I'd like to just be able to get the thing that I want. Fortunately, I did. Same. Um, I duplicated a uh, hundred of every gem and two hundred diamonds. So. Oh, so you're set money wise I'm, I'm, then? Yeah, yeah, I'm set. For, I'm set <laughs> for money. Um, I also duplicated a hundred of the large, um, what you call it, and I think a hundred of the small ones as well. So. Oh, the zonites. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Smart. Oh yeah. So both both zonites, like the rock things and the the orb things, the power. So, like, I'm oh not, yeah. I'm not also like, smart. I'm not like stacked on everything. Like I, I did 999 all of my stuff, but I, I, you know, I saved up enough of it that I'm not, you know, too worried uh, for right now. I have like, I had 30, 31. Uh, fairies at one point i think i might be down to like 25 now but you know again like i have enough fairies that i can, you can run duplicate. away from anything that tries to kill i me. didn't even think about duplicating fairies but i guess you can probably duplicate fairies oh yeah, my god you have, have to be have to in like a, a, yeah you have to be in an enclosed space and you have to be really fast but basically it's the exact same trick as duplicating anything else you just have to be able to grab them before they fly away so like find a an enclosed space where you know they have nowhere to go but a wall or a corner right uh, preferably something with a ceiling so you know in indoors or whatever but yeah as you can as long as you can grab more than one of them after you duplicate them you're you know net profit right but yeah, i can't totally. do any of that anymore so um, <laughs> uh sad day i wish there was an easy way to um like you know downgrade but i don't think there's a way to to like remove updates right no the from from what i saw on reddit your options like unless you 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 uh, there might be a way like if somebody has archived that specific version of it and your system is hacked and you know how to do that that mm -hmm. might be an option but basically because it was 1.1.1 and the the physical game was 1.1.0 um mm. if you if you like were to get a new system with without any data on it and put a cartridge in you still don't have the duplication glitch because it's the wrong version but if you update mm -hmm. it it's going to jump you right up to point 2 and you skip over it. So because it's like that version in between, there's like no way to go back to it. 
That's a bummer. I would, I, honestly, I wish Nintendo would have just left it. Like, it's like, it doesn't harm anything unless they were planning on doing, like, I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I can't see how it harms anything. There's no, like, leaderboards. There's no, like, yeah. online at all, you know? So I just, the only thing it would be harming is my own experience, which, you know, it's my own fault, I guess. Uh, I mean, I have two, two hypotheses as to why. Uh, number one, as as we know, working in technology, if you don't fix a bug, it can, you know, evolve into a hundred thousand more bigger, sure. worse bugs. So it could have just been, you know, if we don't fix this, it's going to get worse. And it could also be that, you know, it's so early because my 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 uh my son's been playing breath of the wild and he's been watching youtube videos and doing all of the the glitches that they would do in breath of the wild and they're all still sure. there my guess sure. is that because tears of the kingdom is so new they didn't want people breaking the game so soon like sure. maybe by the time they're at version 2.1 they'll be like all right these glitches are here they're part of the game you know but and most people have beaten it already anyway, but I think, you know, probably because it was so early in the game and they didn't want it to cause more problems, you know, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're probably right that, and maybe it did cause some kind of problem that we didn't even know about that they had to fix, which inadvertently, you know, fixed the duplication glitch type of thing. Yeah, so, how, yeah. Well, you're, how, you're, how many times have we seen those glitches on, on YouTube for Breath of the Wild where they cause, you know, like, you've heard of the Panic Blood Moon, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 listeners, if you don't know what that means, the Blood Moon is basically clear cash and cookies for uh, for Breath of the All Wild. All intents and purposes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it basically resets the whole world so it doesn't have to keep track of every change you've made in it. And there, you know, it's more or less programmed to go off when it needs to be done, but... If you, you can like trigger certain strings of events that makes the game go, crap, we need to just flush it right now. So you could be like middle of the day, but if you do a certain thing, you're going to get a blood moon right away. And just like, you know, it's, it's just kind of their, um, you know, their, their emergency, you know, reset button, uh, so that the mm -hmm. game doesn't completely crash on you. But, um, you know, I'm guessing that, you know, the duplication glitch could be one of those things that if it's exploited or if it's done incorrectly or whatever, it could just end up destroying the game. Because seeing the things sure. where, you know, like Link's body disappears or, you know, like important or key items are, are duplicated or removed or something like that. And that's, yeah, or that's worse, no like corrupted save files, you know, like yeah. people would be pissed if like, a, I know I would be if my like 150 hours worth of progress was gone just because I wanted to duplicate an acorn or something, you know. I don't um, know how many hours I, I, I should go grab my switch and see how many hours I have in it. Because <laughs> right? there have been whole days where I just play for like you know eight hours that's my weekend usually that's my <laughs> yeah. weekend it's my job pretty much um but yeah so um i guess to wrap up at least my portion of the change the system i wanted to talk about kind of the way that i have been playing um 
Breath of the or Breath of the Wild, kind of the way that I have been playing Tears of the Kingdom. So, um, listeners, you won't be able to see this obviously because you don't have um, you know YouTube stuff. But I 3D <laughs> printed this uh, mount um, that mounts onto my snazzy. Pro controller and um, connects to the Switch. So now, because I, I just I like the. I like the Joy-Cons fine, but they're just so uncomfortable to play, especially in bed. So yeah, now this thing is just amazing. Like I can, you know, just put it on top of my controller and then the Switch screen sits on top of the controller itself with this little, you know, 3D printed mount that I have. And it's really cool. Um, it was like, you know, probably 10 cents worth of plastic if that and it took maybe like i think like a five six hour print and it's one of my favorite prints that i've ever printed it's just i love it it's great i might have to give that a try um i might actually have another solution actually um i'll have a review as soon as i receive them but um i ordered uh, there's some like like chinese companies that make uh something similar to the Hori split pad pro where it's you know the full-sized um handles with the full-size buttons and joysticks but they're actual joy cons that click onto the side the difference is mm -hmm. the Hori ones only have the the buttons and the joysticks it doesn't have rumble it doesn't have you know right uh, amiibo it doesn't have gyro or any of those um so these Chinese knockoff ones are basically the same concept, but they have everything built in because it's unlicensed, and you right. know they're gonna China's gonna do whatever they want. Um, right. So I ordered a couple pairs of these. Actually, I bought three: um, one for myself, one for my son who prefers the larger controllers, mm -hmm. and um, another pair that they sell that looks just like a GameCube controller. Uh, Ooh. So. They haven't You'll arrived have to, yet, but you I will have on, to let me know. I'm I, interested. I, I plan on reviewing them right here on this podcast as soon as I've gotten them and have a chance to use them. Uh, so uh, you know, stay tuned for that because if it's if they're worthwhile, I will make sure that you and and everybody else knows. But totally, um, yeah. The How main much did reason you say I they wanted were? them. Hmm? How much did you say they were? I think they're fifty dollars a pair. I think that's it's six. Bad. I think it's sixty for the GameCube ones, um, yeah, and then bad. they come in two different sizes. There's like the full sized ones, and then there's like slightly smaller but still larger than Joy-Con size. Right, um, right. But uh, the main reason I wanted them was actually, um, you know, I a while ago I three print, D printed those uh, Joy-Con grips so that I could play in bed more comfortably because usually what i'll do is i've got you know the arm thing that holds the screen up in front of me i lay down flat sure. on my back and i hold a joy con in each hand just kind of you know like laying here like a mummy but you know so i'm not uh -huh. elbowing my wife but i've got you know full control <laughs> the problem is you know like my hand cramps up holding it like that so i 3d printed these grips i know that that work great but you know, the buttons Kinda are like still an angle. Small. I think I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the buttons are are still, you know, Joy-Con buttons. The joysticks are still Joy-Con joysticks. So I'm hoping that maybe mm -hmm. these, because these things will also work wirelessly, maybe they'll be my new sure. in-bed controllers. 
Yeah, you'll definitely have to let me know because that's just kind of my thing. With For whatever reason, with Breath of the Wild, just because of all the um, finger gymnastics, I guess, especially when you're trying to like duplicate items, my lord. Like I feel like I need the Pro Controller. Like It just doesn't feel right for whatever reason with the Joy-Con. Not that the Joy... Like, you know, I'm not a Joy-Con hater. I actually like the Joy-Con controllers. But, you know, for if I'm going to be playing this game, like you said, for like hours at a time... I need me a pro controller. So I am interested for sure in your review. I you might be uh I might be sending some money to China myself. <laughs> well, I'll let you know once I have them. But um Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to grab my Switch and, and let everybody know how long I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm not sure where my Switch is right now, so I can't give you my my accurate tally at this point. But uh I plan on putting a few more hours in tonight. Um, yeah, my my poor Xbox, my poor PlayStation. Um, <laughs> For I to, real, I have to at least hook up my Xbox long enough to get my. Uh, my GTA Plus reward for the month, you know, the five hundred thousand dollars and whatever other things I get every month for it. Um, right. But yeah, I haven't. I finally got my Xbox back and started playing GTA Online. Tears of the Kingdom came out, and that was it. I, that's the only thing I've played since then, except for that one time. That one mm-hmm. time I wanted to play a cross <laughs> puzzle, and Tears of the Kingdom updated on me. Oh shoot, that's that's crazy how that um, how that works. So like you p- played a different game that had to update, and then Tears of the Kingdom ended up updating, or well, what like, it how, happened did that, how does was, that even work? The game has to close in order to update. So as long as I didn't close the game, it didn't uh, down, it didn't you know uh-huh. install the update. So what had happened was I closed Tears of the Kingdom to open Picross. I played a Picross puzzle, and by the time I was done with it. It was already updating Tears of the Kingdom in the background while I was while I was playing Picross, and I son of a bitch. I could have kicked myself. I think it was I. I probably, you know, if I was smart, I probably could have canceled it in the middle of it and would have been fine. But I, I didn't think of that. I thought it was already over and done. And <laughs> I, I would have ran to the router and unplugged it or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I luckily I for me anyways, I, I had just been I was so scared of that exact thing. I was playing in airplane mode and then um, I found that there's a, um, a option in the system menu to turn off auto updates. So I turned that off, turned back on airplane mode so I can, you know, all my friends could see me again and uh, I'm duplicating away. Sorry, yeah, I don't the, mean to rub it in your face. One of those features that I never never had a reason to want to turn off until same. you know it was too late <laughs> yeah same 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 exactly so but okay i think we made it to the end of this episode unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about um tears of the kingdom or otherwise but uh yeah i mean i'm sure i did something interesting that that's worth talking about but i can't remember it um i'm just i'm just exploring the world you know the, the i'm I'm exploring areas that either I never explored in Breath of the Wild or I don't remember because it's either yep. been so long or it's changed so much. So like it's it's great like as much as it's the exact same thing I've explored 100 times already, there's still things that I look I'm like I don't remember this. Let me go check this out, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I just did Zorro's. Do- I'm doing Zorro's domain for the first time, and I know I've been there before in um, Breath of the Wild, but it just feels so wildly different. It just is like. They did an, a fantastic job updating the world to make it feel fresh, for sure. I, I do, you know, I was thinking over the past week or so. Anyway, I was thinking over the past week or so. This game would not have worked so well if it was the first one to come out. Because the game is sure. definitely designed around getting you around the world faster um, you almost never have to walk anywhere unless you want to. Right. And right. I feel like players who didn't start with Breath of the Wild are going to miss out on so much of the world because it's so easy to just fly over it. Um, sure. Whereas, you know, we are, you know, familiar with most of it. So we're like, okay, there's that thing there and there's that thing there and I want to go there. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like if... You know, for the same reason I didn't want to fast travel um, very much in Breath of the Wild, you know, I would hate to fly over everything in Tears of the Kingdom if it meant that I'd be missing out on, like, uh, you know, a hundred Koroks or, you know, like, a treasure chest that, that's buried. Like, the, and, it's and you really very easy much to will skip too. over things. Yeah, exactly. You very much will if you're doing that. Because that's what I started doing, honestly, after I got like auto-build. I was like, cool, I'm just going to like use my cool little fan glider everywhere. But then I started realizing, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not actually getting a whole lot of shrines or Koroks at this point. I'm just kind of like progressing other things. So then I stopped doing that, started just like walking everywhere. And you're right, like you just, you, you just... The way that the world is built and the um, Nintendo and all the developers and designers design the world, you're as you're walking around, you'll just like see something off in a distance or, you know, see a, like a rock that's out of place and, you know, you just go interact with it and it turns out to be a quest or a shrine or a, a, unfortunately a Yiga half the time. But, you know, it's like it's something. There's, there's a great trick that I learned uh, with the Yiga, though. If you come up across an, a suspicious-looking NPC, drop a, a bunch of bananas in front of them. If it's a Yiga, they will make a comment about something like, uh, you know, can't can't touch that, I'm working, or something like oh that. Oh my god, that's and, amazing. I'm going to have so, to try that out. So yeah, every time I find a... a uh, an NPC who's just kind of wandering or standing in the middle of nowhere looking suspicious, I'll drop some bananas in front of them before I talk to them. Cause, and if they react to it, I'm like, alright, I've got I've got all my best weapons out, I'm ready for them. <laughs> How does this game have so much stuff? That's amazing. I'm gonna have to go try that, like, tonight. That's so great. Uh, for those of uh, you who may have possibly noticed that my sound has gotten muffled, it's because there is now a dog in my lap between my face and my microphone so <laughs> as you do as you do yeah well i guess that's a good a time as any to call it a show i think um we are going to start fishing for question block questions again i think or at least i will so hopefully if you're listening to these last you know five six episodes and you're wanting to ask questions about tears of the kingdom or anything else um drop them in the question block channel in our discord i'll start uh you know 
kind of pimping that out again, as it were. Um, but until then, thanks, Justin, for joining me again tonight. We will have some special guest next week. If it's not Brandon from last week, we might have a different special guest. But I definitely want to have somebody else on um, next week to kind of, you know, compliment Justin and I. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, Justin, thanks for joining me. I hope you have a good night. Um, adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.